Hello everybody, it's V here. I just wanted to add a quick note that this episode was actually recorded on July 17th of 2021. So I did kind of hold this episode in the back burner for quite a while. So therefore you may notice that we discuss quite a few topics that at this point have already occurred, like whether the Nanny Affair 2 is getting a sequel things like that. So just wanted to provide some context as I understand, you know, we're definitely talking about older events that happened in like Pixelberry and Choices history. So that is why. And I hope you guys enjoy this episode. Bye-bye. Hi everyone, welcome to the Play Choices Podcast, the podcast you hear. I'm your host, V. Today we're going to be doing another Choices Chat. This is a reminder that Choices Chats are not necessarily kept to one book, so we may bring up spoilers for any book in the Choices app. If that makes you uncomfortable, feel free to join us on another episode where the format is more focused. We have a new guest. I'm very excited about this one today. Do you want to introduce yourself? Yeah, hi. Uh, my name is Nicole, and I've just, uh, you know, been playing Pixelberry apps for probably too long no <laughs> no I really enjoy them and yeah really enjoy this podcast so great thank you so much for being here and, and taking time out of your day to talk to me I really appreciate it so my first question if you feel comfortable telling us a few details about yourself just whatever you want to share to the general audience yeah I mean well first of all I'm Australian <laughs> is one thing <laughs> it might be able to tell from my voice um yeah uh Again, started playing the apps when I was in primary school, and now I'm two years out of high school, like, doing uni. And, yeah, uh, not much else to say, I guess. I don't know. (laughs) And so you said you've been playing Choices since, I'm sorry, remind me, since you said primary school, so how many years is that? So, you know, Choices wasn't around then, but, like, you know, High School Story was the first Pixelberry one. And then they had Hollywood U. I didn't play that as much because you need the internet all the time and I didn't have Wi-Fi then. And then, mm-hmm. like, when they invented Choices, I w- I'd already kind of played apps a bit like that. And I was like, oh, you know, we'll see what it's like. And then I just loved it. So what, did you get, like, an ad or was it just, like, you since you were playing other Pixelberry apps, like, you saw that they had launched a new one and that's kind of what prompted you to download it? I'm pretty sure, like, um, in the High School Story app, like, that one also had, like, mini stories, but it was just, like, the one main one, same mm-hmm. as Hollywood U. And I'm pretty sure they invented a, um, a story to try and advertise choices. Like, I'm sure there was some advertising in the app, like, mm-hmm. oh, we've got a new thing, go check it out. I've met so many people who have, like, been playing since, like, um, high school. We said it was High School Story, right? yeah. And, and Hollywood U to the point where I'm like, I think I just have to go play those apps now because <laughs> Choices was like my first introduction to Pixelberry. So I never got to play all of those kind of like beginner apps that they, that they launched prior to Choices. And now I just feel like, I don't know, I feel like I'm missing out on something. Yeah, they were quite good. And I mean, like, you know, uh, there's a few recurring characters, like, of course, in the high school story books on Choices, they have some of the original characters from their app. And then in Hollywood U... Mm-hmm. They have um, characters that appear in Red Carpet Diaries. Mm. So, um, yeah, because that one, it was um, it was still story-based, but it was, you know, like you um, have to collect classmates and they only have their own certain buildings and you have to combine them and try and get new ones and stuff. Mm-hmm. At one point, I, like, named them all after um, people that I knew. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> it was like fun customizing them and all that stuff. And a thing I found annoying though that I like that they fixed in choices is that um when you'd play the stories, if you quit the app for any reason, it'd just skip to the end of that section, mm-hmm. and you couldn't go back. So like I'd be playing it at school, which I mean maybe shouldn't supposed to, but. I'm <laughs> And then I'd, like, have to close it and they're like, wait, what happened? <laughs> and also you'd have to wait, like, um, it was, like, you know, old, like, Sims Freeplay, if you've played that, where it's, like, in between certain stuff, you have to wait, like, eight hours oh. until you play the next section. So that's another that's thing so where it's, like, a bit more of a waiting game. Yeah. I'm not judging you. I, I remember during the whatever the release day of like chapter 16 of ride or die i absolutely busted out my app and like played it at my desk at work (laughs) i was like i'm just gonna pull this up and i'm just gonna kind of look behind me every now and then make sure no one's coming (laughs) (laughs) i was like i have to play this exactly so you've been playing choices and specifically pixelberry apps for a long time so when did that transition to you joining in like the online space where you can interact with some of the fandom. Yeah, so I think when I was in primary school, I just had so many Instagram accounts, like literally reached a limit and then made more, like <laughs> using different devices. It was mm-hmm. just because I was in so many fandoms and then I'd just like switch over and I'd be like, you know, this one's a Harry Potter account, this one's a Disney account, this one. So, you know, at some point I realized there were people that were playing a high school story in that, so I made one then. And then mm-hmm. like they kind of eventually like phased down then it became like the choices one and I'm still on there but it's um I kind of prefer to read the books when they're completed because like you know if it's way too long in between the chapters I'm kind of like what happened last time so I just like being able to read it as you know in one go as I can so I kind of want to avoid spoilers but I will occasionally go on there Yeah, no, that's why I usually for the books that I really enjoy, I try to read them um, as they go, as they get released, because like, I'm just on the social media so much that it just just gets spoiled for me all the time. (laughs) That's why I like always tell Lucas, I'm like, actually, please don't make any social media accounts to try to join the fandom because like, I want your reaction to be like genuine (laughs) and not like you knowing everything that happens in the book before we even sit down to record. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, that's probably definitely a smart choice because people out here on these social medias, they're not necessarily careful with spoilers. But then even like Instagram, people will put like a little cover thing if they have like a slideshow, like multiple photos on a one post, they'll put like a cover that's like, hey, spoiler warning. But Instagram does this terrible thing where like if you've seen a post once and it comes back up in your feed, it'll slide automatically to the second photo. And I'm like, you fuckers like like, they literally oh I know I find that so annoying it's so annoying and like theoretically you can like mute people on your IG feed but like the people these people who do this like I do still want to see their content it's just occasionally they'll post something with spoilers in it and I'm like fuck yeah exactly oh and I find it's for like so many fandoms it's just so hard to avoid spoilers like I just have the rule of like wait until you finish the thing before you look at the online fandom I've had it happen too many times and I never learn (laughs) I keep doing it to myself dude I was doing it earlier today I was literally probably like three hours ago I was doing it but I was just like scrolling through stuff and I was like hmm this is a character I really like so I want to keep like looking at content related to the character but I was like I am spoiling everything for myself yes oh (laughs) And this is bad because, like, the book that I'm reading in the middle of reading right now, it's, like, I haven't 
finished it. So now I have this whole headcanon of like what I think is going to happen yeah. because of the spoilers. Like uh, the few details that I've gotten, I've put it together into a story already. <laughs> so yeah. it's going to be interesting playing it and seeing if things actually happen the way that I think they do based off of the little kind of bits and pieces that I've picked up. Mm. So my last question before we jump into, you know, the content that you want to talk about is um, how did you hear about the podcast? Yeah, so it was one of the times when I was kind of like going back into the Instagram and that makes it sound so old saying like the Instagram, but I mean like that particular <laughs> account, you know what I mean? <laughs> but um, yeah, so I was just like, oh, you know what, I'll hopefully not see spoilers and I'll just go look. And then, yeah, I was just following new accounts and then I saw you guys pop up and I was like, that's such a cool idea because like I was mostly on Instagram, so I hadn't actually seen people discuss stuff much. Like I find that mm-hmm. they do it more on like Reddit and probably Twitter and stuff. So yeah. I was like, oh, people are talking about it. like finally I'm not just talking to my family members who have not read the books <laughs> at all and just being like, oh, I hate this. Oh, I love this. They're like, okay, all right then. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think that was, like, a really big, like, motivator for me to begin the podcast was because, I don't know, I I can get lost in a plot of, in a plot of anything. I mean, movie, TV show, book, whatever. If it's really good, that's all I'm going to think about until, like, I finish it. And then I will probably still talk about that plot for, like, the next month before my brain is like, okay, you're done with this hyperfixation. Let's switch to this other one. Exactly. <laughs> I, it's like, I'm very much a talker and just process like everything in my life verbally. So that's why I was like, I need a podcast (laughs) because I need to be able to talk through this with somebody. And I, you know, just bullied Lucas into like joining me um, with the podcast, which has been so much fun. I'm really glad that I peer pressured him very hard into doing that. (laughs) But yeah, that's been probably the most common like feedback that I've gotten. I had a few people kind of reach out to me recently where they were like I didn't know that anyone like actually talked about these books and (laughs) that's why they find the podcast so like interesting because they've never actually heard people have a full-blown conversation about exactly but I think like not to say that you know I like the discussions that I see on social media and stuff but oftentimes it feels like people are talking at each other rather than with each other, if that makes any sense, when you yeah. see people kind of going back and forth about things. And that's why I like the podcast, because, I mean, you can have a discussion with someone over social media, but, um, like, and I'm not on Reddit as much anymore, so it's just kind of pulling from, like, my experience when I was kind of on Reddit. But, uh, God, people are so rude on the internet if you just don't like their character that they like or something like that. And it gets, like, really abrasive. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, I feel like when you hear voices and you recognize there's another person on, like, the other end of it, you're like, oh, yeah, this, like, is just a visual novel app and it's not that serious. So I feel like it's a lot easier to kind of have, you know a discussion, a nuanced discussion about a plot or a character rather than just being like, this character bad, this plot point good. Because <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to listen to people be like, like, okay, if I had an entire episode just dedicated to like how much I fucking love Ethan Ramsey, which like, I don't know if you're a Ramsey nader, no. but... <laughs> okay. I was with you guys. I'm like, yes, Bryce all the way. <laughs> yeah. But if I just made like 
an entire episode doing like an analysis of Ethan Ramsey as a character. And like the entire time I was just like, he is amazing. I want to marry him. I wish he was real and like had no other substance to it. Like, I don't think anyone would actually want to like listen to that. Yeah. Although saying the other way, being like, I hate all these characters. This is awful. Like you can have a bit of that. (laughs) Exactly. Having a complete rage fest, but also like having a simp fest, like neither of those things people really want to listen to. And I think that there's a way to, you know, respectfully criticize something in fiction um, without necessarily going into the ragey part of it, but also kind of throwing, you know, appreciation where, you know, it's do an ode in the app, which, you know, not everything that Choices produces is shit, even though it may seem like I, I, I don't know. I always hope it doesn't come off that way on the podcast. I Sometimes I worry. Okay. <laughs> Sometimes I worry. I'm like, are we just shitting on Choices for like 24 episodes? I'm not sure. <laughs> it's a love-hate relationship, you know? Right. No, I'm like, I'm always like, oh, don't perceive me, Pixelberry. Please don't perceive me. <laughs> Someone on Tumblr said something and it was like, I think they must have taken some like CG like artwork of like Sam from the nanny affair from like Pixelberry's marketing. And it's like a photo where Sam looks very like shocked. And they're like, this is what Pixelberry looks like whenever um, they hear you two just like shitting on them for like no reason. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> so I'm always like, shit, I hope the podcast doesn't sound like that, even though we can get a bit ranty. Um, but the majority of it is just kind of like ripping a new one into the plot just to, just for funsies, just for mm-hmm. giggles. <laughs> well, thank you so much for being a listener. And thank you so much for wanting to come on the podcast and, and giving me your time. So um, for people who don't know um, or aren't as familiar with our kind of like choices chats with our guest host format, this is normally the point where I kind of, you know, hand the microphone over, hand the host duty over to the guest host for them to kind of chit chat about whatever it is related to choices they, they want to talk about. So Nicole, like, what is it that you want to talk to me about? I mean, several different things. I literally have like a list on my notes up of like things to discuss with choices. Oh, like, I know just like all these different I'm things excited. as I'm reading. <laughs> I'm pumped. So, Let's get into it. <laughs> one of them, first of all, because of how much Ryan and I has talked about, I, I both uh-huh. wanted a not. Okay, so this might be an Australian <laughs> versus American thing, but okay. So you've discussed how like you know the whole thing only takes place over what like a couple months. It has to be no longer than, like, a month or a month and a half. Yeah, I, I can't she imagine. Wasn't, yeah. She wasn't allowed to drive, and by the end of it, <laughs> she has a driver's license and is driving around by herself. I've spent the oh, past yeah. few years, like, being on my learners and having to get, like, 100 hours and then mm-hmm. failing driving tests, getting P's, and, I like, you know, only just more recently. And she's just, like, in a month, she's got the whole thing. And I'm like, how the heck would you fill in that logbook and – you have to wait like a year and stuff too. I'm like, it must be different there or something. I'm not sure. Like, it sounds like from the way that you describe it, that like you have to go up the levels, but like at 18, I could just take like a couple of tests and within an hour, like come out with a driver's license. That's crazy. Yeah. It's, oh my listen, God. I'm not saying it's a good system. I'm just saying it's the system we got. Yeah. Like I'm sure... You know, like, I was trying to do it, like, at the ages where you, like, start being allowed to, where it's, like, you know, once right. you reach this age, you can go for this, where right. it's, like, if you're going for it later, it probably is a bit easier. Like, you don't have mm-hmm. to wait for all the, wait a year until you're 17 or whatever. 
Yeah. But, um, yeah, you had to fill in like a hundred hours in your like logbook, like of driving. Mm-hmm. So it would take a lot of people ages. Like so many people would just be like, oh, waiting for an opportunity to like drive so I can fill mm. in more hours so I can go for my test. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, I think we do have a similar system. But um, like you said, I be, just because I didn't do all of those things, yeah. like I certainly had friends who went up all the different levels of their permit prior to getting their driver's license because like their family had like a spare car or something. But for me, it was like everyone that I was friends with was either like within walking distance or they would always come pick me up. So like mm. I was super fucking spoiled when it came to that shit. Like I I was the the full-time passenger seat <laughs> person. <laughs> oh I never needed to learn how to drive. And then the moment that I did, it was like I within a week like got a new car and got my license and my parents were like a nervous fucking wreck they're like oh my god she hasn't driven since she was like 16 here she goes <laughs> <laughs> it was so bad that like my mother actually paid for driving lessons and it just felt so weird because i definitely was getting the lessons from like a high school driver's driver's ed business uh, yeah. but my mom was like Mm-mm, you haven't driven in four years you're taking these fucking classes before i get you a car <laughs> <laughs> but yeah no she um she did very ellie did very much what i did which is why i always say like i feel like ellie's definitely me when i was her age because that's absolutely what i did (laughs) (laughs) i went from like never driving to having just full license and permission to drive on the road oh my gosh i knew literally nothing about driving but yeah i i mean i definitely agree with you it does sound crazy but like as someone who also did it i understand ellie i'm not advocating for people doing that don't wait i wouldn't say like yeah go ahead and wait until you're you know whatever the legal age is in your country and then get full licensure because there's, I should have, I should have had more driving practice. I really should have. I'm a much better driver now. Was there anything else from ride or die? Was that your only, your only Uh, weird thing? I think that was my main ride or die thing. I mean, one thing I had, which is just like one of these dumb little like brain note moment things when I'm reading, I'm like, there's, you know, that cute scene where they're like driving while it's sunset. And I'm just like, realistically, it's so hard to drive when the sun's setting. Oh, it's it's awful. It's legitimately awful. So yeah, you can tell this is when I was like, you know, starting to get my driver's license and drive more and stuff <laughs> because I'm just reading a book and I'm like, oh yeah, romance nice. So how did they drive? <laughs> so how did they drive? <laughs> It's like if you watch like all of the Fast and Furious movies and then start driving and you're like, none of this is practical. None of the things <laughs> I saw in the film were practical. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, I, uh, this is just changing books completely, but I remember okay. like, um, you know, in terms of like, uh, choosing choices for stuff as in, you know, choices within it, not the app, you know. Right. <laughs> but, um. When I was playing the Royal Romance, which is a favorite, I feel like the reason I didn't love it as much is because when I first played it I was like you know what let's play this book trying to get the worst options possible let's make all the characters hate me because it's a romance so they'll have to end up loving me anyway right and then by the time I got to the second book I was like you know what this is boring I'm just gonna go back well not boring but I just hate the characters being mad at me I'm like I gotta go back to trying to make it good (laughs) you were displeased yeah, like, you know, it's just the same case with a lot of this stuff, like choose your own adventure kind of things. When you try and 
make people mad at you on purpose just to see how it goes. I'm like, oh, now I feel bad. (laughs) (laughs) Right, because, oh, God, I don't know. I always... I try to be sensitive to, like, around the royal romance because I feel like that's a very, like, nostalgic book for many, many people. Just yeah. Because it's been for so long. But, like, realistically, it's it's one of those things where, like, it's a comfort book for a lot of people. I think that's why people get so defensive of it. But, like, to me, the story just gets so weak, like, after you get the opportunity to, like, propose. Yeah. <laughs> because after that it's just a bunch of like very like surface level drama um and like you said it's like it doesn't matter what you do like everyone's your best friend everyone's like on your side at the end of it like even like the enemies that you think are gonna be like your characters that hate you like from book one end up becoming like a part of your like posse I think it's like what is her name Madison or something yeah I think so Before we get on with the rest of the episode, let me interrupt with some plugs. You can leave us a voice message at anchor.fm slash play dash choices dash podcast slash message. It could show up in a future episode. You can also directly support this podcast by going to anchor.fm slash play dash choices dash podcast slash support, which will allow you to support us on a monthly basis. You can also go to streamlabs.com slash play choices podcast slash tip to make a one-time tip. All of these links will also be available in the episode description. Thank you for your support, and let's get back to the episode. The blonde woman who's- She reminds me of Ashley Benson. Ooh, hold on. I gotta look this up. (laughs) I have to pull up um, the artwork. Is her name Madison? I think so. Yeah, the blonde one who has, like, the green dress, I think, normally. Yeah. It starts with an M. Oh, God. Now it's pulling up. Oh, boy. Oh, no. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> it's pulling up Madison from the freshman, so maybe I uh. definitely have that wrong. But yes, I know exactly who you're talking about. I wish I could find a photo of her, but Hannah, maybe? No, no, now I'm just thinking of Ashley. <laughs> now, no. now you're just naming every every female character. Yeah, exactly. Just list the female names. We'll get it eventually. Man, I can't think of what her name is. It's been so long since I've Same. I've played it. I know it starts with an M, but because it's been so long, I can't think of it. Um, and also, just like an important point to do with like um, my gameplay and stuff is that at one point, I um, my phone reset that I was playing on, and I was so upset because oh no. it reset all of my story progress. <gasps> so oh I've no. still never finished the entire Royal Romance series, Royal, because I got to um, you know the, the third book maybe, and then it like reset. And I'm like, well, now I've kind of forgotten. I should read it from the start. So now I'm back on book two and I haven't read the ones with the babies and stuff. And like, um, Endless Summer, I don't, I don't know if I finished that or not because of the same thing. I was through it and then like it reset. Also, I was so upset because it was when they came out with HSS Class Act and Uh It Lives Beneath where you see your character come back, but it had just reset. So I saw just the like default MC come back, not my actual character. And everyone is so happy to see this. And I'm like, I don't even know who this is. (laughs) That's rough, man. That's rough. That's why like I've gotten into a habit. I used to be so lazy about it, but I've gotten into a habit with like all of my apps. I'm like, back this shit up because (laughs) it sucks to lose that much progress i have a thing now where i just like screenshot what all the characters look like what all the love interests look like their names their last mm-hmm. names so like if i go back and want to resume their story i'm like this is what their name was i'm not gonna have half them 
it's going to be fully them. This is what their thing was. And I just, yeah, I've just got a whole list of that now. <laughs> yeah, I have my own collection of screenshots, but it's just primarily from like scenes. And to be honest, oh, I'll be very honest with you. It's really just from Ride or Die. I don't really, I'm not out here <laughs> screenshotting books like that, but like Ride or Die, I mean, obviously is like my favorite book they've ever published in the app. So like, I have so many screenshots of scenes because there's like little variations depending on the choices you make in that story where I'm like, this is incredible. <laughs> yeah. I will replay an entire book just to see like a one line difference. That's the mm. kind of player that I am. It's very toxic and unhealthy for me, but that's who I am at, at, like, at my core. That's who I am, so. I definitely did not finish playing the Royal Romance. I didn't even, like, I think I was trying to diamond mine. I, I got to the Royal Heir, um, and I was trying to diamond mine, and then it just got to the point where I was like, I don't even care to diamond mine at this point, to yeah. be honest with you. I don't know if the plot is, like, really worth it anymore. Now they're doing the royal finale, which I think just got confirmed for, like, the 29th of this month or 27th of this month. Oh. But um, I just don't care. Nah. <laughs> I don't care. I know everyone's going to have a happy ending. Yada, yada, yada. There's yeah. just nothing interesting in it for me anymore. There's n- I have no skin in the game at this point. Yeah. And for me, it's like the opposite. Like other people, it's comforting because it's been around so long. I'm just like, it won't end. I was near the end of it, and now it's restarted. So I have to go back through it again. And I'm still not even up to the other bit. I'm just like, this book has been around since near the start, and I am not finished with it. Yeah, I've been playing. I mean, I've been playing Choices since at least at least 2018, probably like 2017. I, I can't remember, but like, god damn, this book. This series has been around for so long. I'm like, can we just let it? Can we just let it die peacefully? Exactly. Let it go. I feel like it's on life support. <laughs> exactly. Just we let have it to go. Pull the we plug. It as it was, it's time to let it go. <laughs> yeah. Because, <laughs> I mean, oh god, I don't know if it'll ev- I don't know if anything will ever be as bad as like Open Heart Book Three, which I don't know if you've played that either. I yeah, haven't played I, like, it myself. Finished it the other day. I haven't played it, but I've seen enough evidence to know it was bad. Yeah. I've seen enough. I've seen enough screenshots. And, like, just hopefully they don't muck that up (laughs) (laughs) too badly. (laughs) It'd be at least nice to see, like, the longest-running series in in the app get, like, a decent send-off that isn't, like, shitty. Mm. Although, they probably won't nearly have as many problems because, like, at this point in the series, like, you already know who your ally is, so it's not like they're going to have the issue where, like, one ally is, like, being forced over the other, which seemed to be the main complaint um, about book three of Open Heart. Yeah, poor Bryce. Poor poor everybody, dude. Raphael, they tried to murder (laughs) him, and then they brought him back and then didn't give him any screen time. Bryce, Jackie, Aurora never got the justice she deserved. Sienna could have been an ally. They never made her an ally. And honestly, <sighs> that's like um, a thing I was also going to say is that a lot of the female allies kind of get pushed aside because they're assumed oh, we're going to yeah. play as a girl and that oh, you're yeah. probably going to be like straight or just interested in guys. So they're just kind of like, yep. oh, here's a girl. But, um, you know, yep. she's less about it. But, you know, that's a yep. girl. It's like, okay, cool. But <laughs> I talk about this in like, the diversity episode which is going to be coming out soon so I'll give you like a little preview one rant that I went on in the episode was talking about how like every single time I don't don't say every single time because there's a couple of exceptions yeah but the majority of the time like you know choices likes to throw 
uh, an ally that may have like a little bit of a complicated history. Like, so, cause you know, they like usually the, whoever the customizable ally is, is like perfect and like doesn't do anything to piss anyone off. And they're super agreeable and like mm. boring and bland to fit everyone's taste. And then like, you'll get like a specifically female coded ally and they normally push all of like the conflict with that ally because I guess they don't want to, they don't want to give like the customizable ally, the forced ally conflict because that'll make them less agreeable to everybody. Like I think about like how Jackie has the whole like competitive thing from like open heart book one. Then she runs into this whole scandal where like she's prescribing uh, patients like specifically one brand of prescription so that yeah. way she can get like the kickbacks from it and then I think of like Ina I don't know if you ever played foreign affairs yes. but, like Ina from foreign affairs selling you out to the media which like again one of those spoiler things where I haven't even gotten that far in the book but I know that that happens yeah. <laughs> because of all the chatter and it just always feels like if you have like the one female ally that you're given in a book, like they always make them so like morally complex to be with. And like, there's not many times that I can think of that they do that with a male ally. Like one is like Logan. Yeah. Logan did something to betray you and ride or die. And that's like one of the exceptions. And I guess there's like Nathan from like the junior or something, which he wasn't really an ally. Like they kind of teased a little bit, but he wasn't a real ally there's just not a lot of examples that I can pull for men. It, it, it just always feels like they add some sort of moral complexity. That's like, Oh yeah, here's your, here's your one serving of a female ally. Yeah. And then she also did something horribly unforgivable, but you have to romance her if you're into women, because that's the only one we gave you. Yeah. <laughs> they almost never do that for any of the male allies in the books. And it really, it really picks like peeves me. I know, because, like, you know, in real life, I'm more, like, have a preference for women, but I find in the books, they're just, they're not as well written that most of the time I end up going for the men. Mm -hmm. I'm just, like, I want to be able to support you here, but I'm going to have to pick him. I'm sorry. Yeah, because they made you a terrible person, but I'm sorry. They made you have so many flaws compared to, well, I don't Jackie may not be a good example of that, even though they did definitely force like a lot of conflict on her because i feel like ethan like in book three is just such a fucking train wreck oh my (laughs) gosh he just changes so much (laughs) yeah he went from being like the the like ethical like role model of the series to like breaking all of his own like ethical codes Mm. and then for mc having to come and like chase him and clean it up and it's just awful Ugh, yeah, we could have a whole, I could sit here and rant for like 15 minutes oh, exactly. about the female <laughs> things. I mean, holy shit. Yeah. I mean, it's still, I do though appreciate, like on that same note, I will say I do like that in choices that most of the books do have like an option to be like LGBTQIA+. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, you know, like a lot of other apps, so many will, oh my gosh, so many will advertise you know, like, oh, she slept with her. Oh my god! Yeah. But then I'm like, oh, it's crappy rep, but at least I'll look at it. And then there's not even any options to. And I'm like, so they're doing an extremely bad clickbaity app, and then you can't even. Or it's like the whole conflict is like in movies and TV shows stuff, like coming mm. out or something like that. Whereas like in choices, it's just like, oh yeah, you're dating a girl, you're dating a guy, whatever. Here's yeah. the main story, which I do yeah. appreciate. Yeah, I was trying to think, like, I think I was having a conversation about this with someone else that we were talking about how, like, 
trying to play as a what the fuck was that? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> it's painful. Is someone? Is someone? Is <laughs> somebody knocking on my door? Yeah, we got anyone talking? <laughs> Dude, are you serious? It's July seventeenth, and y'all are still shooting off fireworks. Is this real? Oh my gosh. What the fuck? So loud. What the fuck, y'all? <laughs> I'm trying to record a podcast here. <laughs> that was so random. So someone just decided in like the dead of the night to just let loose. What was the point? I'm still maintaining that it was Pixelberry. <laughs> <laughs> They're like knocking on knocking on my door. We hear you guys talking shit. Yeah, exactly. What the fuck was that? Okay, anyways, I'm sorry. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> oh, normally that type of shit does not happen. That's so weird. Okay, so we were talking about... What the fuck are we talking about? I, like, totally blanked out. Oh, uh, like, female allies and, like, um, being LGBT. Yes, so community. the thing I was chatting about with another person was... If you're trying to play a, a female MC who is specifically re- like um, interested in women, it's like it feels like you can never have like an intentionally romantic relationship with a woman in the app because it always feels like it's like we were best friends and then we realized that we were in love and it's like you know there are lesbians out there who like actively date and look for other lesbians. In yeah. fact, I would say that's the majority of you're lesbians. Right, yeah the majority of like lesbian relationships don't like I, well, I'm pulling this out of my ass. I'm saying the majority, like <laughs> it's a statistic. I don't have statistics. Okay. But I'm just saying every lesbian I've ever known does actively seek out like other women to date. It's not like, it's like, Oh, I just had a sexual awakening because she's my best friend and she's so yeah. pretty and I love her. <laughs> it never feels like you're intentionally dating whereas like if you play as a female MC who's pursuing you know like a male love interest those are very direct and flirtatious options like I guess they're probably the most recent exception to that rule is probably like Ashlyn from Laws of Attraction I don't know if you're playing that book right now I'm only up to like chapter two I just okay. uh, again like the thing where it's still coming out I was kind of like oh I'll wait until there's a bit more also the chapters I read I'm like I did legal studies for like half a year and that has not prepared me. I don't understand what they're talking about. Oh, I had no fucking idea. That's why we were talking about when like Lucas and I released the first the episode on like the first chapter. We were like, what the fuck is this first chapter? Because they filled it up with like so much like just absolutely vague and like not relevant at all legal jargon that I remember. Like I was trying to live tweet about the first chapter when it released and I literally tweeted. I was like, I don't even know if I'm going to enjoy this fucking book because I don't understand what's happening in it. Like I understand nothing that's going on. (laughs) Yeah. And even after getting further in the plot, like my MC will be putting stuff together and I'm like, I guess they'll explain it at the end of the chapter because I'm just clicking. I'm not following this shit whatsoever. Yeah. <laughs> it's like at least open heart that you don't really understand medical stuff. You're kind of like, Oh yeah, I, I vaguely get what they're talking about. Whereas like laws of attraction, again, I've only read two of the chapters, but so far I'm just right. like, what just happened? <laughs> don't get yeah. it at all. There was a tree. There was um, a law. tree. <laughs> 
there are property lines and a tree and something about that and somehow they won the case i don't know how. yeah exactly <laughs> I remember when we were recording, I was, I remember I specifically told Lucas, I was like, well, I am not even going to get into tree law. Like, I'm not even going to try to explain, just understand there was a tree and they won the case. And like, that's it. That's yeah, all exactly. that I understand. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I will say it, it does become easier to, to understand, but it, it still, for me, it comes to, I'm like, damn, I hope they put a summary of everything they found out at the end of the chapter, because yeah. I'm not sure if I'm putting it together at the same kind of, like, rate that the MC is. Um, but to be fair, I could read any, I could consume any media about law and, like, have no fucking idea what they're talking about. Yeah. Like, if you put law and order in front of me, I would be like, nope, it's gonna be at the end of the episode, and I finally understand what's going on. <laughs> and I just worry it's gonna be one of those choices where you have to, like, oh, what was this thing we mentioned five chapters ago? Write it in there. And I'm like, oh, uh, my God. I got Thank caught God. out with that in um, Veil of Secrets because there's this guy called, like, Nicolaj or something. And mm-hmm. I just, I remember his name had that kind of vibe. I was like, Nikhail, Nicolaj. <laughs> I'm like, it's something. And I just couldn't spell his name right. And they're like, oh, how did I forget it was this guy? And I'm like, I know, I just forgot how to spell his name. <laughs> There was, um, there's two instances that really tripped me up. So like in Ride or Die, when your father in like the first chapter is like, I'm going after the Mercy Park crew. And then they have like in the later, like chapter two or something. And she sees like NPC tatted on like Kaneko's arm. And then it's like, what does that mean? I was like, shit, I didn't know we were going to have to remember that. And then I don't know if you ever played through all of my first two loves, but um, yeah. I was going to diamond mine it and I surprisingly ended up liking it. Like I did it when I had VIP for a tiny bit because I was like, otherwise it's so many keys. (laughs) Yes. For like two minute long chapters. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, But towards the end, when Mason is, like, looking through his father's office, and then you have to remember, like, the name of the artist who, like, made a painting in his office or something like that. It's a complicated name. It's a hard name. And you have to type it in perfectly. And I was like, this fucking sucks. Yeah. Some I do just screenshot and go back to, and I'm like, I'm sorry, okay? I have bad memory. (laughs) straight up look at the choices, like, Wikipedia. Yeah. <laughs> and, or, or I'll go to Reddit and like go to like if it's a recently released chapter and the, the Wikia hasn't been updated yet, I'll just go to Reddit and there'll always be someone who's like, Oh yeah, by the way, this is the answer to that typing question. Mm. <laughs> There's always one kind kind soul, generous soul <laughs> that is willing <laughs> to help me out. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, just um talking about um, you know, like the choices where you have to like uh enter stuff. Mm-hmm. There was also like the uh the time choices. Mm. Which a thing I found, like, you know, Endless Summer is one that everyone loves, and I'm not going to hate on it, I promise. <laughs> it's just, I found it so hard to get into, because one, I left and came back, and I did not remember what was happening. And two, mm-hmm. my phone was so bad that the time choices would immediately end. Like, it would take so long to load it, that by the time it had loaded, it, it had ended the timer. So I couldn't, like, Ooh. I got everything wrong. And I was just like, well, this isn't fun. <laughs> They're so, first of all, it's awful because there's certain parts of a book. Like, there are some books that I don't necessarily read every single line of dialogue that they make yeah. because sometimes it's just like, you guys want to go here? Yeah, I want to go here. And then the four, the second character is, I want to go here too. Third character, I want to go here too. And so I'm just like clicking through that. And then they'll just randomly pop up like a quick time event. And if I'm just trying to like very quickly just tap through it, I will fuck that up so badly. Yes. Um, so that's why they kind of catch me off guard if I'm not reading very carefully. 
So another thing that I found, um, like, interesting just with choices is, like, you know, the um, character customization. It was, like, mm-hmm. you know, in terms of this, you mostly refer to the MCs as, like, their default name. Yep. Whereas when I would create them, I, I, I'm just a person who, like, you know, would write stories, not good ones. <laughs> so, <laughs> I just love to, like, make characters. So whenever there's a new choices book, I'm like, oh, let's go on, like, this baby names website and give them a name. Yes. Oh. Which is why I forgot so many of my characters' names because they're not, like, common ones. But, yeah, so I just found so much fun in, like, um, you know, uh, choosing names for them and then, like, I'd always try and give them, like, a different face and, that's the thing I'd try and um I'd only really spend diamonds on outfits if they had the same outfit as a, like another one in another book like you know they kept mm-hmm. the same default one like you know nanny affair but, you know that was a bad mm-hmm. point is <laughs> <laughs> I just I don't want them to have the same look as another one so this is an interesting discussion because I'm very similar to you in the sense that I like all of my MCs to look different it bothers me if like they reuse faces over and over again which i don't mind a certain amount of repetition like i'm not expecting like custom new artwork for every single yeah exactly like they already put a lot in yeah exactly but at one point they were using the open heart character faces for every fucking thing and i was like yes like i was like i mentally cannot separate the mc from like book to book to book like it was a little bit too much for me um and i i do like to have them all have different appearances because i do correlate their physical appearance to their individual personality and story yeah. like a lot in my mind um so when I see them being repeated too much it does bother me but for me I've actually I used to like <laughs> in the game I used to name all of the MCs my name before we continue with the rest of the episode let me interrupt to share our socials we are at Play Choices Podcast on Instagram, Play Choices Pod on Twitter, and we're also on PlayChoicesPodcast.tumblr.com. I'll post any episode notes relating to this week's episode on Tumblr. We're also available for streaming on all major platforms. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please rate and review as reviews help us in the platform's algorithm. If you leave us a five-star review, we'll read it on the podcast. As always, we are a growing podcast. If you see us on your socials, we appreciate a reblog, a retweet, or share depending on the platform you see us on. We also love it when you share our podcast with your choices loving friends. And back to the episode. Like all the time. And yeah. I was just like self-inserted in like all the stories. But like over the past year or so, like I've just started keeping the default name and actually kind of prefer it because I feel like it helps me kind of like sit in this mindset of like having each of the characters kind of like live as individuals. Yeah, exactly. And being able to feel like I'm not self-inserting because I actually really don't enjoy self-inserting that much. Um, I know some people really do, but for me, it's not necessarily something that I, I do as much anymore in stories. I like to envision the MC kind of having their own personality and motivations and characteristics. And I like to kind of go with the personality that I've come up with the MC in my head. And, you know, obviously in combination with what canonically we know, that you know their personality is like yeah exactly because like the book gives them that anyway and yeah like Mm -hmm. you know if I was playing as myself I would be playing just someone who's you know just brown hair you know very awkward whatever (laughs) it's like I don't want my characters to be worried all the time I found it so funny reading um is it called scandalous engagement I always forget which adjective it is but that book, so many times they ask the main character, how are you feeling? And the like options are excited or nervous. And I'm like, if I was playing as me, it would always be nervous. <laughs> right, exactly. 
I just found it a funny thing that they're always asking the main character that. Well, that's how I feel also about, like, Laws of Attraction, too, because you'll have, like, multiple scenes because, you know, like, Gabe is your boss. And then Gabe will ask you, like, how are you feeling? And you get all these options. It's like, I'm feeling great. Everything's going well. I'm feeling nervous. Or there's some sort of, like, lukewarm option where you're like, things yeah. are going, like, okay. And so I initially started taking those scenes because I was like, well, you know, he's asking us how things are going. So I was, like, honest with him. I was like, yeah, dude, this competition, like, kind of sucks. And he was like, how dare you say that to me? You're not supposed to say that to your manager. And I was like, well, why the fuck did you ask? Yeah. (laughs) You didn't want to hear a potential no. And so, yeah, that's one of those things where every single time, because he will ask you, like, multiple times throughout various chapters, like, how are you feeling about this competition? Still feeling good? And I'm like, yeah, buddy. Yeah, chief. Feeling amazing. (laughs) Thank you so much for asking. (laughs) Because I'm afraid of him, like, bitching me out about it. Yeah, he's like, I'm loving it so much. Let me keep my job, please. (laughs) I love competing with five other people for a promotion at a company that I just started working for last month. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. It's it's great. It's great. I love having my teammates stab me in the back and, like, make quips and stuff about my work ethic all of the time. It's definitely a very healthy workplace environment. (laughs) (laughs) And also the thing with the... um, not repeating faces is that I realized like I I wasn't playing much for a while but I was like oh new book again I was like yes I get to give them a new name whatever and I realized Mm. that I had given three different book characters the same face and I only found out after and that was two first loves um queen bee and I think I want to say no I was going to say sunkiss but it wasn't sunkiss it's it's another one that they're at like a beach or something no uh, i don't know there was just three different books i have it somewhere but i've forgotten who the third person was i just remember it was in three different books and they all had the same face and annoyed me to no end but you can change their hair but not their face oh it was um rising tides so that's what was it mm, okay see i never played rising tides so i'm not familiar with the empty faces from that book but i i was really trying to think because i I remember usually now whenever they do a new book where they have like a younger character, they try to give them like the ride or die face. Like they did that with, um, uh, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. What is it called? The cancer book. What is it called? Uh, uh, <laughs> with uh, every uh, heartbeat. Yeah, that's it. I was going to yeah, say with every heartbeat. like, that's not it. <laughs> <laughs> You're all, I mean, there is cancer in that book. Too. Yeah, and it's the same hospital, there's hearts. Yeah. <laughs> so... At first, I thought those were the faces that were being used for my first two loves, but you are correct. They did give them the same faces that they use in Queen Bee, um, which was an interesting choice because mm. they were still very young. That book also is just so strange because it's like they're 18, but they're in high school. So whenever they had like the hot and spicy scenes with like the LIs, I felt like I had very mixed feelings about it. Yeah. Just talking about, like, the ones being teenagers and their faces, that was what I was going to say about um, the nanny affair. It uses the same faces, I believe. I could be getting this wrong. It might just be the same outfits mm-hmm. as the elementalists. But the elementalists in high school and the nanny affair is a full-on woman who is with someone else who has a kid. Hold on, so I just hold found on, that weird. On. So, yeah, it might just be the same outfits and not the same face. I'd have to go back and I look. I think it's the same outfits and not the same face. Yeah, okay, that would make more sense. 
you said the nanny because i remember the i think the nanny affair uses the same faces as bloodbound yeah the thing is because i always choose a different one i and i don't haven't replayed them recently i don't remember Mm -hmm. at least when i went back and played rising tides and queen bean stuff i realized i could have had them all have different faces Mm -hmm. but i just i'd I'd played them two separately apart and just started all of them that i hadn't realized until i was already like too deep into the story yeah, so it's not the same faces. It has to be the same outfit then. Okay, <laughs> that's a bit better then. Someone blew my mind recently because they were talking about Witness came up, which like I didn't play through Ooh. a lot of Witness for reasons. But <laughs> Ooh, I ended up diamond mining that one, though kind of yeah. reading it. Ooh. Yeah, and someone was like, oh yeah, Witness uses the same MC faces as the Elementalist. And I was like, did they? And they look it up and pretty much, yes, they did. It's just that they added like heavier makeup to their face. And I was like, maybe that's why I didn't remember. Because if you like look up what your character, I'll drop some some links so you can compare the Elementalist face. That's the first one that I, I put in the little chat box underneath. And then if you look at the witness character face, it's just the same faces with makeup. Oh, weird. I have to yeah. look at this now. <laughs> it's like heavier Sliding. contour, blush, eye, like eyeliner, and lipstick. This is not oh, what I'm trying it? to look up. Okay, this is too <laughs> distracting. I'm just going to take your word for it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that like really, really um, messed me up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> When I realized that, because I was like, I guess I just never really, pay- obviously, I, I didn't pay attention to Witness for, like, various reasons, but. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so your favorite book is um, Ride or Die, and yep. um, my one was, like, I feel like my favorites are still some of the, like, classic ones, like, um, Crown the Flame was always my favorite, because I love fantasy, and I like mm. that you didn't always have to spend diamonds to get, um you know, all the, like, good options. Like, if you'd made the right choices, you could afford them. And same with, um, Most Wanted, that's the name of it. See, I'm just forgetting everything now, but... (laughs) And the thing I found funny is, like, because I had VIP for a tiny bit, you know, you get quite a bit of diamonds. So I was like, you know what, I'm going to go back and, like, play some of the diamond options I didn't normally. Mm -hmm. And so when I was playing The Crown the Flame... I was like, you know what, let's let this character live. Normally you have to, like, send him away or whatever. But I was like, you know what, I'll spend diamonds and keep him alive. And -hmm. it was disappointing because I found out he just said what the other characters normally say, but it's him saying it instead of them saying it. I'm sorry, so can you give me an example? Because I've never played The Crown and the Flame. Yeah, so, you know, you still have this, like, group of people around you. And I think his Mm -hmm. name's Severin. But, yeah, so you defeat him in a fight and normally you'd send him away. And it's like, you know then now you have these other characters and then, you know, one would be like, oh, let's have a drink. But it's him saying let's have a drink when normally if you don't let him live, it's just another character saying let's have a drink. Oh, so they would just give him the same dialogue. Yeah, so he had like no new dialogue or maybe like one or two when it was like, oh, we need this very particular person to do this. Normally it was just like the same lines are just given to different characters. I was like, that's so not really much point keeping him alive then. <laughs> yeah, that's so disappointing because I go absolutely like batshit. And I'll tell you, I will get excited for like the smallest details. Like I said, I will replay all the scenes from Ride or Die just to see the one little like sentence that they added in there. If they even added one little sentence, I'd be go fucking batshit crazy for that. So, so disappointing that like they didn't bother to add unique dialogue for a character that you can spend diamonds to save. 
I know, especially considering, like, that was my favourite book. Like, I went back and I'm like, man, I'm kind of glad I didn't save it. Like, other characters, I'm pretty yeah. sure, if you save or don't save, then it does change. But him in particular, I was just like, that seems like such a waste. Yeah, it is. It is a waste. And that's why, oof, God, we could get into this. <laughs> I, don't, I don't want to rant about stuff. I find that's always my <laughs> default. And I'm like, no, need to keep in the middle. <laughs> You're like, rail it in, rail it in. <laughs> Yeah, no, it definitely does bother me. That's why half the time, like, whenever they, even, like, these scenes where they ask you, like, I'm thinking of, um, what is it called? Was it Across the Void, where you have these scenes where it's, like, if you don't save her now, she'll become your enemy later. I'm, like, I don't give yeah. a fuck. <laughs> like, I'm and not really that in, invested in this character. <laughs> I had it in Bloodbound, too, with the character named Nicole, and I was, like, why does Nicole always have to be a bad character? Yeah, stuff? yeah, I remember that. Holy shit, that's a blast from the past, man. Oh, I yeah. am starting to replay Bloodbound for um, the podcast, but there's a lot of stuff that I just, I'm realizing I did not recall at all. <laughs> that's what I find listening to this podcast, is that it's been so long since I read, like, the first Open Heart or, like, you know, some of the early ones, and then you're saying about them, like, wow, they were like that. Like, you know, how kind of, I don't want to say mean, because everyone loves them, just, like, how... <laughs> harsh-ish Ethan is and like how everyone kind of hates you I forgot how much everyone hated you in that book you listen if you don't want to say it I'll fucking say it everyone in that book is a fucking bitch for the first like six chapters what the fuck I'm so (laughs) sensitive if I met any of these characters I would just be in that closet crying the whole time I would be so butthurt and then like she's like oh my god I'm embarrassed I'm crying I'm like girl I would be crying too don't worry about it Casey I was at work the other day and I just made a little mistake and the, everyone around me was super nice and I ended up crying. I'm like, if anyone was oh, mean, yeah. I would definitely be like. Oh, absolutely. I would walk in because like I'm the kind of person where like I'm hurt at first and then my attitude changes into like the I don't give a fuck kind of mentality yeah. afterwards. Like I get that like protective kind of thing coming up and I would walk in. I'd be like, fuck every single one of you. <laughs> I only give a shit about the patients. I don't want to be friends. And then how like mean fucking Jackie is to the MC, like in the first couple of chapters. And then like in chapter, what is it? Two or three. I think it's at the end of chapter two. They're like, Oh yeah, we shall move in together. I'd be like, I'm not moving with that fucking bitch. <laughs> like, what? So she can single handedly destroy my career. Like every living second of the day. <laughs> yeah. They're so mean in that book. But yeah, there's definitely as I'm going through and that's what was so funny because like with replaying the nanny, the nanny affair is definitely the book that we've gotten like the farthest in on like podcast episodes. And it was just really funny because Mm -hmm. when I first started recording episodes, I was like, yeah, I really love this book. And then I'm reading and I'm reading. I'm like, what the fuck did I like about it? And then I remembered (laughs) like, I remember like the plot getting objectively better like towards the end of the book as you kind of start to explore the conflict of the affair but and that like the first couple of chapters are so miserable because like the mc is so dumb-witted it feels like but here's the thing nicole i'll tell you this right now as i was replaying all the scenes from like the earlier chapters where there's no like heavy discussion of like the the conflict um, I bought every single diamond scene with Sam when I first played it. And I was like, who was I when I played this book? <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> what version of myself spent all of these diamonds on these, like the scene where you can, <laughs> Sam can like finger you in the limo. I'm like, why did I buy that? Oh my God. <laughs> I went in the 
opposite way because I was like, I hate cheating. I hate how so many rom-coms and stuff perpetuate cheating. Yeah. Let's make sure they don't date. Like, I don't agree with it at all. Let's just keep friendly. And, like, Sam's trying to flirt. And I'm like, no, I'm your nanny. That is what it is. And then, like, you know, as the story progresses and then it's like, you know, then it's um the point if, you know, oh, yeah, we can spoil this because it's choices chat. When um, yep. is her name Sophia says, like, oh, yeah, I'm actually dating someone else. You can feel free to yep. date her now. And I was like, you know what, fine. Yeah, okay, you've literally given permission and the story was going to end up that point anyway. Let's go full on. Let's kiss her. Let's do all that stuff. Now yep. now you've given yep. me, a, like, a, a point where it's like, she says that even when I haven't even kissed her. Like, they were just looking at each other, like, held hands once or something. She's like, oh, I know what you're doing. And, like, fine, then. I guess I just will do it then. <laughs> well, that's why it's so... I remember, like, the first episode of when we recorded The Nanny Affair, Lucas was like, oh, I'm going to try to be single. And I was like, good luck. The story's not going to make much sense if you don't fuck Sam at some point. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. And that's, oh, my God. Actually, speaking of little teeny tiny details, this is an episode we haven't, like, released yet. But, um like in a later chapter like chapter 15 or something in the nanny affair there's like this dialogue option that me and him like ranted about because it's a scene where it's sophia is like sophia and sam are getting fitted for the wedding like pretty much everyone's getting fitted and there's this tiny little minute dialogue option with robin now those of you who listen to the nanny affair episodes may know that i am a robin stan (laughs) um if they ever let me undress him just one chapter i would pay any amount of money to do it and i just i just ship the mc with robin very very yeah. hard and I feel like that makes sense i mean oh, come on the plot could be so good <laughs> but exactly. there's like in the episode we get into like what the plot could be if like anna like left sam like before the wedding and like went with robin instead and we made we we actually talked about this for like quite a long time it's it's a decent bit of the podcast <laughs> we kind of like create our head canon of what the plot would look like if if they allowed it to diverge that way mm. but in there's a scene in the very beginning i want to say it's chapter 15 um hopefully i'm getting that right where they're getting fitted and you haven't talked to robin since the picnic was the last conversation they had which is a very tense conversation Mm. um and so robin's kind of teasing anna and they're like oh did you miss me and you have an option to either say not really in regards to like you know the picnic argument that they had or anna can be like no i actually like did genuinely miss you it's like a really heartfelt dialogue option Mm. and robin like tries to say something back but they just end up saying anna's name and then the dialogue is interrupted by sophia kind of exploding into the room and i think i went on a rant for at least seven minutes about that dialogue option because i'm like (laughs) why do you keep teasing me with robin dialogue knowing that i'm never going to be able to take his pants off like (laughs) it's making me so upset (laughs) oh my gosh those are little like minute details that it truly just got under my skin because I was like, you, they have to have known that they yeah. wrote Robin in such a way that a certain subsection of players would be totally into, into Robin as a character. And it's like, it's a one LI book. Like you're going to be looking like, you know, you want options. The whole thing is choices. You want to have the choices. Right. Exactly. And I, I mean, <sighs> I don't generally have a problem with single ally books, but like when you start introducing the flirtatious option with like other characters, this one I'm like, this fucking sucks. Yeah. I feel like I'm in Sam prison now. Like, I'm like, I just can't touch anyone else that isn't Sam, even though I so desperately want to. 
and not that I don't, you know, enjoy the sex scenes with Sam, because I, I do like some of them. And then even in like, I don't know if you started playing book two, but their relationship does start to develop in a way that it's like it, it becomes because like all of book one is just like driven by lust. So when they start talking yeah. about how they're like in love with each other, I'm like, well, let's slow down. <laughs> I wish covers weren't so like that. I'm like, what if I want to read this in public? Yeah. Okay. Oh no, I'm, you just I'm can't. here for the story. <laughs> you can't. You absolutely can't. It's yeah. basically uh like it's like um a porno video that has like a five minute long introduction and then the rest of it is just porn. Like that's the nanny of <laughs> <laughs> But like in book two, like you start to see them like be an actual couple and it's actually mm. quite adorable. And I'm like, man, if I had seen this in like book one, maybe I wouldn't have been so gung ho about Robin. But now yeah. I don't know. I'll burn everything down to get one scene with him. <laughs> I will destroy everything. <laughs> YMC is just like an agent of chaos at this point. I will do whatever I can to destroy <laughs> everything around me. <laughs> yeah, because like the family moments with um Sam are quite nice and stuff, where it's like yeah. the boys and all that. But yeah, yeah. even Which though is- they low key try to like rub each other's through their pants, yeah. even though the boys are. Around. I'm like, that's another thing. I'm like, around the kids, come on. <laughs> You're gonna just double down and doing everything incorrect, like. Just- wait okay <laughs> they're so sloppy like there's a scene in where they're at the beach and he has to pay diamonds to like put sunscreen on sam's body and they're like literally massaging each other and, like the kids are playing in the water and i'm like come on guys come on <laughs> come on also, i hate the feeling of sunscreen so i'd be like okay <laughs> like it's also just like a pet peeve because i'm like can we just put sunscreen without necessarily like sam getting hard in the middle of it because like I, I want, you know what, in real life, I want to be able to ask someone to put sunscreen on me without feeling like I'm propositioning them. Yeah. I don't want that to be the implication every time I, because it's hard to reach your back. You can't reach your back. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, we're just keep perpetuating this thing that like putting sunscreen on somebody is like sexual. And that within itself annoyed me. And then they're in public. Sophia's fucking like in the car. So Sophia could walk in at any moment and see them rubbing each other. The boys are there. Carter's there. And I'm like, y'all are just being so sloppy right now. Yeah. And especially getting, and I, I get that some people like just could decide to continue the affair, but knowing that like that was an option, even though I had told Sam like two chapters ago, like, no, we're, we're giving up on this. I'm not about to be your side piece. I'm not about to be your mistress. That was annoying yeah i understand they got to get their diamonds somehow but i'm like don't don't give me this option to end the whole fucking affair and then just don't yeah before we continue with the rest of the episode i do want to remind everyone that if you have any questions or comments that you would like to be included in a future episode please email us at playchoicespodcast at gmail.com questions can be related to books you've recorded episodes on books that we haven't read yet or even questions you'd like to ask us Please specify if you want a shout out, otherwise all emails will be anonymous. Alternatively, you can go to our Axe box on playchoicespodcast.tumblr.com and submit a question. Just specify that is for the podcast and we'll be sure to include it. And back to our episode. But yeah, just with, like now we're kind of on the topic of like um the books about like children and stuff. It's like, mm-hmm. I was pleasantly surprised by Mother of the Year. Oh, it's such a good book. It's I was so just like, good. oh, a book about having a kid, all right. But then, like, you know, it's just so nice. And then, again, every character is so rude to you, though, like, most of oh, them. Oh, absolutely. But, mm-hmm. like, you know, it was, like, so sweet. Whereas, like, the other end, just um, Baby Bump, I was just... Mm-hmm. And the allies as well, I didn't even. I wasn't really a fan of anyone. Honestly, I, from the very beginning... um 
only played Baby Bump to Diamond Mine. So, like, you mm-hmm. can mention anything from the plot and I would not know what the hell you're talking about. <laughs> I, I don't really remember anything from the plot. She renovates stuff and she's pregnant. That's all I remember. <laughs> I just remember her, like, running into some rich guy and they fuck and then she gets on a pregnancy stick and pisses on it and then she's like, oh, shit, I'm pregnant. Um, and that's pretty much it. She gets yeah, a job in town. <laughs> yep. She gets a job in town working for the mayor, and that's what I remember. Yeah. <laughs> that's all I recall from book one. And I couldn't even oh my god, that's the thing with like diamond mining, is that like sometimes I can't even diamond mine a book, and like Baby Bump was one of those series that I couldn't even diamond mine personally. Which mm. was so so uninteresting to me even just like quickly glancing a- along the dialogue options was like too much for me <laughs> i mean i was the other way around where it's like i kind of have to know what happened so i still read these books that mm. i don't like and then i was diamond mining like the spanish and stuff mm-hmm. or like the books i finished before my phone reset i was like i already know what happens i'm just going to click through it so i was yeah. just like in you know online class just like tapping away looking at the screen oh there's a choice click it yeah. Well, sometimes I put up Google Trends. I was like, "What? What are they actually saying?" And I'm just saying something <laughs> awful. Like, "Oh, cool, funny." Okay, anyway, <laughs> keep looking. Yeah. Usually, when I diamond mine, it's like just trying to make sure I don't accidentally pick a diamond option. Yes. The point of the diamond mine. Um, but like the baby bump, there's actually quite a lot of dialogue in the chapters. I was like, "Holy shit, it's taking forever to diamond mine this shit." <laughs> yeah. Like, I feel bad for anyone who's like diamond mining like falls of attraction because the further you get into it, the chapters do get like quite meaty. Because mm. like they do, like you know, how they put like a time estimate on the app where like this one should take like 15 minutes to play. Mm-mm. Yeah. It's 45 minutes to play Laws of Attraction. It, it's a oh, lot of time. No. <laughs> it's a lot of time to play Laws of Attraction. I don't know why they're putting 15 minutes. I mean, granted, I do pick, like, a lot of the Diamond Options Falls of Attraction, because that's actually a book I'm quite enjoying, mm. but um, it's definitely, like, an hour-long commitment if you're going to sit down and play those chapters. Wow. And actually read them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Just a random thing I had on there was um, thoughts on Bachelorette Party. What were your thoughts on that book? Oh, dude. <sighs> I really enjoyed <sighs> Here's the thing. It's like, I enjoyed it, but there were so many moments where I was like, what are we doing? Which I think was, like, the whole point of Bachelorette yeah. Party was just to make it as, like, ridiculous as possible. I will say as much as I enjoy the content of those books, I really struggled to get into the LIs. Yeah. Um, they feel so random, and, like, I get it. It's Vegas. You're, like, running into people. It's supposed to feel random and stuff. But, like, by the end of it, when they were asking, like, I think what were their – the two LIs that I can remember is, like, one of them was, like, a magician dude. And then the other one was, like, this, like, business guy who was coming to Vegas for, like, a conference or something. And mm. there's only two. Oh, wait, wait. And the then other one's your friend your, who's, like, the friend. girl with the yeah. dyed hair, I think. Yep. And she has the leather yep. jacket and stuff. Yeah. Aisha? Alicia? I'm yeah, Aisha? Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. And so those are, like, the three allies you get to pick from. And I was, like, Aisha to me was just, I mean, like, a friend from college, right? So it, it. To me, the connection there kind of made more sense romantically. Yeah, that's who I ended up picking. Mm-hmm. But the other two, I was like, I just met them like three days ago. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it for what it was. There's definitely a lot of like great art scenes. There's a lot of great one-liners. I had a fun time. 
Um, but because it's so random, I don't know if it's really like memorable. And I think it's, it's definitely one of those books that like they were designing to be like a fun, like one shot kind of. Yeah. You know? It was never, it was never going to get a sequel. I don't think, I don't think the intention was for it to get one. Yeah, I agree. Where it's like, yeah, I, I find it a bit hard to get into because the characters are just like quite over the top and yeah, the whole like, oh, so random thing. There's, um, there's quite a few movies that are, that are like that. Like, yeah. um, I'm trying to think of like a good example. Let me look up this movie. Hold on. Whereas like on the other end, I find some allies kind of don't interest me like the ones in Baby Bump where they're just Mm -hmm. a bit too bland. Where I'm just, I'm not really interested by anyone. And it forces you to pick an ally at the end of that book, which I found annoying. It's like, why can't I just be a single mother? Right, exactly. (laughs) Don't need no man, except apparently I do. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I found the name of the film. If you, I don't know if you've ever seen this. It's very specific, but it's called This Is The End. It's like a movie with like Seth Rogen in it. Um, Where it's so, it's just such like a heavy comedy (sighs) movie where all of the characters are just absolutely ridiculous and are just there to make you laugh that and a Mm. lot of the characters die they do like a lot of them die but you have no vested interest in them because they're just vessels to make you laugh they're not actual people and that's how i feel about bachelorette party like i didn't actually give a shit about any of the characters it was just like i was just picking all the options to be the most ridiculous person because that was the entire point of the book and it gives me the same type of vibes as like this is the end Anyone who's actually ever seen that movie, I hope they understand what I'm talking about. <laughs> but that was my first thought. We had mentioned Bachelorette Party, and I was t- trying to compare it to something, and I was like, it's exactly like that movie. <laughs> yeah. I know. The way you describe it definitely, like, sounds the same thing. Whereas, yeah, I know. I just want to be able to connect with the characters on some level where, yeah, yeah. they kind of didn't feel like people. They more just felt like, haha, this crazy thing happens. Yeah, they, oh it felt more um, like I like I said, it felt more kind of like they were just vessels to make you laugh rather than having like personalities. Like I wasn't necessarily invested in like their future or anything. I think the character that probably came the closest to that was the actual woman who was going to get married because she was engaged to such a douchebag, and like you yes. meet the fiance in in some of the chapters, and he's such a douchebag, and you're like, okay, yeah, you can't marry this guy. He sucks. Hmm. And doesn't doesn't that book also begin with like the MC getting cheated on or something? Oh, I think so, maybe. It was so fucking random. It's like you had a bad day at work and then you came home and like your boyfriend was cheating on you with another woman, you have to like kick them out of your apartment, and then your friend calls you and is like, I'm getting married, do you want to go to Vegas? <laughs> <laughs> Which I feel like I think that's how the Royal Romance starts too. Not the Vegas thing, but like someone cheating on them. Oh my god, that's bringing back a memory. <sighs> I not the royal remember. romance um rules of engagement yes yes absolutely that's how that happens because i think that's after you get the will from your yeah. grandmother and you learn that you have to be engaged and get married by the end of the summer and then you go to tell your boyfriend and you find out he's cheating on you and then you're like well shit yeah you gotta find a new person to get married to <laughs> A thing that was so funny with that book was, like, again, normally I like to name my characters, but that one I was, again, playing at school. I had finished all my work, okay? But (laughs) (laughs) um, I had, like, guy friends in my class, and they were providing the names of the characters. 
So they just had, like, you know, every time I read it, I was just, like, thinking of them making the names. And they weren't, like, inappropriate, but they were still just, like, random guy names. It's, like, you know, Bob, Steve, Rodney was one of them. I love that you're, like, crowdsourcing names (laughs) for your choices from your classmates. (laughs) And there were so many people to name in that book. Like, yourself, the sister, the other sister. I didn't think you originally could name the brother, but I think you can. Then there's, like... This three love interests as well. <laughs> mm-hmm. I definitely named them after like my actual family members the first time that I played through. Because oh. sure. I have like a pretty big extended family, and because there were so many characters that you were related to, I was like, mm-hmm, I know exactly what cousin I'm going to name that one. <laughs> 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 so I definitely, you know, sometimes not every single family member you necessarily get along with. So, you know, I took the opportunity to kind of live vicariously through. <laughs> through through some of these characters some of them were quite mean and i was like "Mm -hmm, i know exactly who that is in my family Mm. which oh my gosh that just like talking about that one how it's like engagement like that one makes most sense for it to end with a wedding but then they love to just make most other series end with a wedding it's like my um my kind of pet peeve with like a lot of tv shows and movies and book series and all that where it's like oh yeah they do all this stuff and then the end they grow up they get married they have kids Yep. I'm just like, because oh. <laughs> it's very predictable. Yeah, they had like a period of time where all they did was write sequels with like weddings. Like they did it with like AME. Yeah. Oh, I had to look at Red at, like, Carpet Diaries, which Red that Carpet was Diaries. a bad last book. <laughs> Hold on one second. I got to open my actual app because I know like AME was it, Red Carpet Diaries was one yeah. of them. And like they were just producing so many sequels that were just weddings. And I think like eventually it got to the point where the fandom was giving feedback where they're like yo we got to stop doing this like we do not want to play an entire book solely around getting married um and then that's where they kind of stopped it uh the desire and decorum yep just a lot of them where it's like all the diamond options end up being choose your wedding cake choose your flowers yeah venue and i'm like okay no i'll just get the basic one and actually enjoy spending time with the person (laughs) yep I re- Again, I not hating on that. choices. I love it. Still, my favorite like story reading app. This just, you know, <laughs> I that, I'm really hoping they don't do that with the nanny affair. Like I would like. I think the nanny affair would be a perfect book to end on book two and just not take it to book three. Yeah, because it's very obvious where they're going with the plot for the nanny affair, and I think you can really only do that kind of like Uno reverse card one time <laughs> yeah. before before it gets played out. And then I definitely don't want to go through a whole marriage thing with Sam. I just do not want to. Yeah, and especially considering about, like, how it kind of the first one ended with her breaking off a wedding. No, now I say it, that feels more like they're definitely going to do it. <laughs> but I know, oh. it feels because that whole thing is about an affair and it's kind of all like, ooh, I feel like a wedding makes it a bit more, you know, like, they can't have their sexy covers if it's going to be a wedding. Well, that's what I'm saying is, like, the nanny affair is not only known for its, like, sexual content, but I feel like also kind of known for its, like, trashy kind of drama. Yeah. But, like, I don't, have you, have you started book two for that series yet? I've, like, just started it, but feel free to spoil it. But you know the pre, you know the preview, the very first scene they show you is, like, Jordan, like, hitting on Anna. Yeah. Yeah, so, like, even from that, like, I haven't gotten very far in the plot. I probably haven't reached the latest three chapters, probably probably behind on those but um 
even with those, like, you know exactly where it's going. And it's like, okay, we're pulling the Uno reverse card where, like, Anna's going to, like, kind of maybe cheat on Sam. At least if she doesn't cheat, she gets close to it. Um, and if you have a book three where it's all about the wedding and stuff, like, we're going through, like, the scandal of getting them to be a public couple, going through the scandal of Anna potentially thinking about cheating with Jordan. And so for me, it's like, what other thing could you come up with that could maintain the same type of, like, salacious drama kind of feel for a book three if you're just doing a wedding? Like, what yeah. else could you possibly come up with? Like, I know. I feel like it might just be that same, like, paparazzi kind of, I don't know. Which I feel like it's going to get overplayed because it seems like yeah. that's the plot that they're going with for book two. So, I don't know. I hope they stop it here. I think that would be the best move, you know. Yeah. Do the Uno reverse card. Have all the drama. Have them be, like, a couple. And just have it end with them being a happy couple. Yeah, exactly. That's how I would like it to finish. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully. Or crossing my fingers that they don't drag that plot out um, like they did a lot of books. I mean, I do think they've gotten better on it because I can't think of too many sequels that they extended purely for the purpose of like a wedding. Yeah. But yeah, it's been, it's, I, I would like for that trend to stay dead. Because mm. if they do that, I'll definitely just diamond mine it. I cannot take another book that is only sustained by sex scenes. Oh, uh, yeah. No, I agree. Because I'm not in the very least bit romantically invested in Sam. <laughs> exactly. Like, I'm only gonna really care about that if it's a character I care about, which I mostly do when it's more story-based and not more mm-hmm. you must romance them, here's all the romance and that yep. stuff. Absolutely. I'm more full for them when they're doing other stuff. <laughs> yep. And at least when they did it in, like, Desire and Decorum, like, because I romanced Ernest on my playthrough. Ah. And so, like, at least even when you weren't, because obviously there were diamond options, like, pick your cake, pick your flowers, yada, yada. Even when that wasn't happening, like, they had a lot of, like, good conversations about what life was going to be like when they were married, like, how they were going to combine the estates. And, like, because I think yeah. Ernest's house also burns down at some point. And yes. so there's, like, a couple of touching scenes where... Ernest, like, gets to open up about, you know, what is something that, like, he wants to, like, hand down to her, all this kind of stuff. And, like, that's the type of content that I think is necessary to sustain a sequel that is, like, purely based off of, like, a wedding, where the the wedding is the end goal, right? Yeah, I know, because I, like, said desire and decorum, but I agree that it's... um... Mm -hmm. It's one of the yeah, better examples. Yeah, managed to still, like, a nice one, where it's, like, I chose Miss Parsons, like, Annabelle, and, yeah, like, mm-hmm. that one, there was still, like, you know, all the characters, they're still talking about other stuff, you're still trying to solve things, like, it still was a nice one, was, yeah, there's some where it's, like, ju- more just for the sake of it, where it's, like, okay, like, again, royal romance. Yep. Royal romance, I think, is definitely one of them. I think Desire and Decorum is one of the better examples of those type of books, and mm-hmm. then... I mean, Red Carpet Diaries, I just, the, that, the book seemed like the ending just came really suddenly and just, it was, it was just a bit messy and rushed and, yeah. I can't even remember anything about the last book of that series, to be honest with Probably you. Probably because of that reason. Yeah. I have no recollection of how that actually ended. Yeah. Um, I believe you, there was a wedding, but do I remember it? Mm-mm. Yeah. Um, I know, again, it was very rushed. Like the whole ending of it was just like, oh, everything's resolved in like one right. chapter. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, so this is funny because I opened up about this on Twitter, but like I know AME have the book three for a wedding, but like I actually didn't know that they ever released that because I remember them hinting at it at the end of AME two. And then I guess I just forgot that they did a book three. So someone mentioned it and I was like, when did they do a book three? And everyone, (laughs) every single one of my Twitter followers was like, V. (laughs) 
you <laughs> missed an entire book release? And I was like, yep. <laughs> so I still haven't played the, the last book in that series. Mm-hmm. Again, thank you so much for bringing your topics, your questions, um, your discussion points. And thank you so much for giving me, you know, time out of your day. I hope you enjoyed yourself. I had a fun time. Yeah, same. <laughs> Sorry, all the topics are kind of random. Again, they're just all little notes on my phone. I'm just like this, this. <laughs> That's literally what Choices Chat is for. Is why I have the whole warning in the beginning where it's like, we're going to talk about whatever the fuck we want to talk about. <laughs> but before we sign off, is there anything that you want to plug? I don't think so. I mean, my account that I occasionally go on on Instagram that's like the choices one is still called high school story nerd but um yeah that's probably the only thing I guess yeah if you want to if you want to go follow Nicole um it, that's on IG right yeah yeah IG at at high school story nerd yeah <laughs> <laughs> so well thank you so much for joining us and for everyone else hope you had a fun time listening we'll be back next Saturday with a new episode thanks for having me <laughs> Happy to have you here. It was a joy. (laughs) All right. Bye, everybody. Bye.